Football is finally back. My friends at Scana Energy can help you save when you fire up the grill for game day. Right now, receive up to $100 when you sign up for the 36-month fixed rate. Call now, 1-877-GO-SCANA, or visit scanaenergy.com slash 100. Additional terms and conditions may apply. Got my Costco list from Mama. That's where I'm going after this. Kinky. And now, it's time for FinCast. Boom shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Finneran is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Finneran who leaps into the air, a touchdown. FinCast starts now. Well, it might be Christmas time in America, but it's Halloween in Atlanta because the Falcons are back from the dead. You were listening to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, alongside Brian Finneran, B-Fin. It's six. I'm Tyler Nelson. Finn, Falcons put another W on the board. Find a way to win. Uh, Jacksonville helped him out a couple times. 21-14, uh, victorious. The defense really is a story, in my opinion. He did it, found a way to keep um, the Jaguars out of the end zone. Ben, 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 don't break. And Dean Pease has those guys flying around and playing. Jaguars are not a good football team. Nope. They're 2-9, and nine, I believe, and um, last in their division. you got to take advantage of those games and, and find ways to win, and you put yourself back in the mix as far as the postseason is concerned. As uh, I was just looking at the standings, not just in the NFC South, but the NFC, the Falcons at 5-6 and six would be second, as they are in the NFC South, in three of the four divisions in the NFL. It's amazing. It's, uh, the, the parity this year is really... Yeah. Amazing. We watched Jacksonville a few weeks ago beat the Buffalo Bills, who everybody had as God's yeah. gift to the Super Bowl this year, 9-6. Yeah. to six. So football is a funny thing. Balls bounce a certain way. Guys make stupid mistakes throughout the course of a game. You cause fumbles. You get interceptions. You block punts. You do whatever. And next thing you know, you find yourself at 5-6. and six, And it doesn't feel that great. Watching that game... Yeah, I, 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 I don't, the passing you know, game was not but, exciting. I mean, obviously, we don't have Ridley, and, and it was just dink and dunk. You now know, you're never gonna. In my routes. opinion, you're not gonna have Ridley anymore this season. So we yeah. can put that to bed. Yeah, I think so too. For whatever reason, he's decided, whether it's mental issues or personal reasons or whatever it might be, uh, we can stop talking about Calvin Ridley because, um, I mean, you hate to be blunt about it, but he's pretty much not on this football team. He hasn't been in the facility, from what I've heard. He's not up there and. And he's really put this team in a bind passing-wise. Well, thank God Scordero Patterson <laughs> has showed up. That dude loves the end zone. He, man, he had a game. He loves football. He had 16 carries, 108 yards. He also caught two big passes for 27 mm-hmm. yards. Scored a couple of touchdowns as well, I believe. So he didn't miss, And he didn't miss the NFC Player of the Week by much. Um, and it was Fournette over in Tampa Bay, I think. Wow. And he had four touchdowns. Exactly. Uh, so, he, you know, he deserves the nod, but... Cordero Patterson, or excuse me, Scordero Patterson did not miss it by much. He had a game, man. You win football games with guys like that on your football Correct. team. Um, and, and you lost the pre- week prior, and you really looked bad, didn't score one point. Mm-hmm. And uh, you bounce back this week, he comes back, gets a, a week off. His ankle was hurting him throughout the course of the game. You saw his ankle was spatted up. And when you spat your ankle, that's when you tape the ankle on the inside, and then you put your shoe on and your socks and everything. And tape it again. And you tape it on the outside as well. And I've had to do that a couple times in my playing career. I actually, at one point, I had a Nike contract my whole football career. Look at um, you. Love Nike shoes. They fit great. I had like a narrow foot. Or whatever reason, I love <laughs> Nike. Gloves are great too. I tell you that because I sprained my ankle a few times playing, and I started spatting my ankle up. And I got a note from Nike. 
Because when you spat your shoe, you cover up the cover Nike up the sign. logo, yeah. The logo. And that's the last thing they want because, number one, they're paying you. Draw it on the outside. They're paying you in, uh, yeah, exactly. You know what? I Take did one time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely did. did. Really? Yeah, yes. That's awesome. Because I said I have to keep, I talked to my guys, like, I have to keep spatting my ankle for at least another week or two because that thing's killing me. He's like, all right, just don't do both ankles because it looks better. It looks cooler if you do both yeah. ankles. So I just did the one ankle that was hurt. I got away with it for a few more weeks and- and hopefully, I would imagine he'll have it spatted up again this week because he played so much and so hard. And then maybe a week or two, he'll get out of that thing. But um, that's what spatting is for those of you that are not aware. I wasn't. Uh, and there's something else I wanted to ask you about. And we'll get to that in a second. But the other, of course, positive nod uh, goes to Thomas Morstead, punter. His first game with the Falcons gets NFC Special Teams Player of the, yes. player of the Week. Yes. Three punts inside the 20-yard line. Yeah. Which is huge when you're playing a bad team like I think Jacksonville. Inside the 15, actually, I think. They, yes, yeah. they they chart him inside the 10 and, and 20. I think okay. so. He probably may have had like two inside the 15 and one inside the 20, okay. so three inside the 20. Uh, but did a great job coming off the off the uh, scrap heap um, as a regular Joe. Yeah, it's picked from up the Jets. Yeah, we needed somebody to come in and kick, and there you go. I, I don't know if it was COVID. I think it was COVID related for our punter. Oh, oh, the what's his name from Georgia? Jeez, yeah, whose name's well, he wasn't particularly Excuse great me. either. So I watched the game from a bar in uh, Marietta, the Wing Cafe and Tap House, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem with that is that you get to talking to Bengals and Eagles fans, as I did, um, right. and and, and kind of watching the game out of the corner of your eye uh, as one TV out of many. So I watched the game, but I didn't catch something until the re, the recap. Watch, uh, they were rotating Matt Hennessy and Drew Dahlman at at center. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. What's your th- what are your it was interesting. There? Early in the game, I noticed Matt Hennessy get manhandled mm-hmm. by the young player for Jacksonville. God Almighty! Anyway, I don't have his name in front young of me. Young player from Jacksonville. That's it. Young player from um, from Alabama. Nose nose tackle and manhandled Matt Hennessy once or twice. I mean, Matt Hennessy was two yards in the backfield on a run play to oh. the side and just getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And then at that point. The guys can't get off of each other. Mm-hmm. You can't double team up or do anything. So I think that played a factor. I think they saw that. They've also watched Matt Hennessy most of the season get manhandled right. at the center position, which is bad. He's in Matt's lap. Now, he's had some good moments, and, they, and he had some good moments as well against Jacksonville. But they noticed that they needed to think about making a change and, and mixing things up a little bit. So Drew Dahlman, the rookie from, I think, third rounder from Stanford, Gets some action and they rotate centers. It's never a good. The last position in the world, right? You want to be rotating a center. Is center. I mean, you have a you have a continuity. There's a cadence. There's a snap count. You all get familiarity used to between quarterback and yeah. No question. So what do I make of it? I think um, Matt Hennessy's days are limited for the Falcons at the center pos- position. Do you think and we do that? In the, do you think we go there in the draft? Uh, I don't know how. I mean, at some point, probably. Yeah. But you've just spent like. Three first rounders in the draft, two or three first rounders in the draft. The last three or four years on your O line, on your offensive line, and you're not just getting you're not getting the um, the return on investment. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, so. the other thing I text you about in the middle of the game because I didn't even on the replay, I still didn't understand okay. the uh, the young way coup three point attempt, and then they, the young way coup what there was a there was a three point they were a field goal they were attempting a field goal right oh yes a field goal so, attempt so said three, three point, point attempt I don't know what the, the fuck hell? I'm talking about what the bleep are you talking about <laughs> but um, a field goal attempt and then because from like 20 some odd 30 yards yeah. out and then they they had a penalty call on them and I couldn't make heads or tails of it from the bar that I was sitting at and I text you and you said leveraging and I said I've never even heard of that yeah so leveraging they've changed this rule over time and they emphasize it this year I believe so we used to be able to line up right over the top of the center years ago 
You could have two guys on either side of the center. Is this, is this specifically on a spe- on special teams? Oh, on yeah, kicks? on special on... teams and okay. trying to block a kick. Okay. Same thing in college, uh, where they a lot of times in college they'll line up three guys in front of the punter, uh-huh. and you're not allowed to try to jump over those guys anymore. Oh, it's I didn't a penalty. Know that. Okay, you can go through them, right? But you can't try to jump Interesting. over. Interesting. I didn't know that. So is it danger to the player number one that's jumping, and to the player you're jumping over number two? So leveraging comes into play on field goal attempts. So I, I, you used to be able to line up right in front of the center, and you used to just tee off on his ass, and, and it was brutal to be a center long snapper uh-huh. or short snapper. <laughs> In the NFL, well, they realized that there was so much unnecessary contact. They disallowed players to line up head up on the center. So now you have to have your shoulder pads outside the center shoulder pads. You can't even barely line up in the gap anymore. Okay. So, but when you do that, you used to have guys run and jump over the center guard spot. Jump. You can run and jump and time it up right. You right. can do that. What you can't do as a defensive lineman is when the guy snaps the ball, put your hands on their shoulder pads or backs and push yourself up over to help oh, yourself okay. jump over. Right. So once you leverage on their backs or shoulder pads to try to get yourself up, it's a penalty. And, and the, the way the TV was, and that makes a lot of sense, the, the way the TV was showing it, it was like somebody came around and dove off the end. and um, yeah. That's what it, I was like, I don't understand how. Yeah, it, if, you can't, if you can't hear it, it's hard to right, exactly. understand yeah. what and the it was going the on. The audio was on, but again, bar. Yeah. So Exactly, it's loud. So leveraging, that's what that is. They've tried to protect the center's. In long snappers over the last like four or five that years. That makes sense. Well, thank you, uh, You're Jaguars, welcome. because uh, no, thank you. Oh. I mean, thank you too. Yes, Ben, but uh, informing. for informing. But uh, thank you, Jaguars, for the dumb penalty. And they had a they had another really bad. Uh, they moved. I think it was fourth and two, and we were punting from punt. our own, from our own end zone. And it's insane. Yeah, you can't win football games. Everybody wants to crap all over Urban Meyer, right, for being a terrible coach. Well, those are players on the field that know the down and distance and situation and the rules of leveraging. And you know when the center, the long snapper on punt's going to move his head around and do all kinds of stuff, you have to watch the football. And when you got dumb players on your team, you can't win football games. And that's Jacksonville's fault right now. Too many dummies on the field. I will say uh, Trevor Lawrence looked pretty good other than that one really bad interception he threw to mm-hmm. us. But, yeah, um, Harmon. Yep. Nice interception for him. And then also we also recovered a fumble. So it, turnovers are huge for us. Well, the Falcons are 5-6, and six, uh, one game closer to getting back to 500, uh, second in the division, even though we started the weekend at the bottom of the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> um, both the Saints and the Carolina Panthers took an L as well. Yep. And They're reeling. And the Saints play Dallas on Thursday night this week. It looks like they may go to Taysom Hill as their quarterback. They've been right. riding – Trevor Simeon, pretty good, but um, I don't know how that's going to work either. Well, we know I, what we hope about that. If I was a bad man, I'm putting my money on Dallas on that right. one. And um, then this weekend, however, we don't have an easy matchup. Uh, but before mm. we get to that, okay. let's do Finn's Ring of Honor. This is the one ring. Finn's Ring of Honor. All right, this year's, this week's, this week's Ring of Honor, Finn's Ring of Honor, is going to go to one of my favorite coaches of all time. For some reason, I got along with all my coaches, probably because I had to in order to make teams sometimes. <laughs> I was a company oh, come man. come on, you're a really affable <laughs> guy. Come on, uh, I don't was show, a, sell yourself short there. I was a company man, and my first coach here in Atlanta was Dan Reeves. He's just coming off a um, Super, Bowl Super Bowl run. run yeah, 98. Uh, he's, he's one of those guys, and, and I don't even want to say because it's not trying to be mean, but I feared him. I feared him because of who he was. I feared him because he was a disciplinarian. He also... Uh, had so much respect. It was a, it was a more of a respect thing than right. fear, I guess I should say. But you never wanted to disappoint him. You never wanted to mess up or have a mental mistake because he just hated those. Um, I never, I'll never forget. 
it was like third and three from like the eight yard line. And uh, it was my first year really playing. Chris Chandler was our quarterback. And we had a play called. I knew I was going to get the ball because I saw the defense moving and this guy was blitzing over the top of me and I was getting all anxious and we were going on two and I didn't even think about it at that point. And, and Chandler's like, blue 80, blue 80. He said, hit. And I go and I jump offside. So oh. third and three turns into third and eight. Down in the red zone is a lot harder <laughs> yes, it is. to do down there. And I just you just never want to come to the sideline and look that coach in the face. Because he's another one who's more likely to give you the, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. That's exactly right. Just like right. your dad would so, or something. Great man. Uh, unbelievable yeah. football coach. He Back. played. He kind of strikes me as the like old school football guy. He played for Tom Landry at Dallas, didn't he? Yeah, he played and coached for it, right. Tom Landry. Okay, and that's and he comes kind of strikes me as that type. Like, he absolutely very, is very stern, but great guy, football guy, Love very focused. Driven. Loved him. Played played a lot of years too. Um, played in the Ice Bowl in in Green Bay mm-hmm. uh, when he's playing for the Cowboys, and just one of my favorite guys of all time. I actually, I'm glad we brought him up. I brought him up because I need to call him and reach out and see how he's holding up because. He's getting up there. When you play yeah. the amount of football he played, yeah. and uh, the hits his body took, I'm sure he's feeling it. Well, he's been, today. A, a, you know, definitely a personality around our station. Yeah, uh, six eight, the fan for a while now, and not, you know, growing up in Atlanta. Of course, Dan Reeves is one of the marquee names in, in not in all Atlanta sportsdom, and. Uh, I had a chance to meet him um, in person at one of the 68th Fan Golf Tournaments, mm-hmm. and this is one of my favorite stories. Of all the athletes and celebrities I've come across, this is maybe my favorite. Uh, as I walked up to him, he was, talking, he was sitting in the bar talking to somebody, and I don't even think he was drinking. I said, Coach Tyler Nelson, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Um, hey, would you do a shot of bourbon with me? And I swear to God, he turns to me and goes, well, I haven't had bourbon since 1992, but sure. And sure enough, he hit me oh, and, so he great. and this other gentleman he was with took a shot of bourbon. I was like, and now I can check that one off my bucket list. That's but uh, Dan Reed's definitely a great guy, great uh, Falcons coach. And, and like I said, at least to me, as, and as a, just a fan, one of the marquee names in yeah. Atlanta sports history. So. Well, welcome to Finn's Ring of Honor, Coach. You're, coach Dan you're been there sooner. All right, well, then let's get to next weekend's, or let's, this weekend's matchup. The, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, we've played them already. Mm-hmm. Didn't go well. It did not. You think this will go any better? It may go a little bit better. I, I, I don't see us winning. We're 11-point dogs at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa got back on track last week with a huge win over the Colts, where they were down early, mm-hmm. and Tom Brady and company brought them back 38-31 over the Colts. I just I don't think you can score them. I think they're one of the top rush defenses in the league. Although we got 150 yards rushing last week, I don't think you can do it against that team. You're going to try, and Arthur Smith has committed to the run every single week so far. You think we're just going to try between the tackles, some swing passes? Mm-hmm. What, Everything and anything yeah. is, is open, man. I'm telling you, fake punt. If you re- if you want to stay relevant in the NFC, you go out there and, and play a good game against the Tampa Bay team and maybe find a way to win. You put yourself in, in that mix and get yourselves back to 500. So... Tampa Bay's rolling. Defense is really legit. Gronkowski's back. Like you said, Leonard Fournette scores four touchdowns last week. That run game was rolling. Yep. And when they need to throw the football to Gronk and company, and I don't know, at the, Antonio Brown's been banged up, so he's been out. He may be back this week. Mike Evans in. Mike Evans is a beast. The whole thing is, it's an uphill battle. 11 points is a lot. If That's I was a, a betting man, I'd probably take the Falcons and the points because these teams... We played them tough last year, and yeah. we weren't very good. So, well, in the last game, we played them tough for a while, then just that's exactly right. They just you know and, snowballed eventually, and yeah, well, and the fourth quarter got ugly. Yeah, so. uh, which is something that happens a lot to yeah. us. So. so we'll see. Uh, Matt Ryan has to protect the football and play a little bit better than he has lately, and the receivers got to pick it up. Kyle Pitts, we haven't mentioned him at all this week. Well, Two he, catches he was last. virtually non-existent last week against a bad team. So here's the thing: it's unfortunate that he's been put in this role, but when you're Kyle Pitts. And you're 6'6", 240, and 
outside of Scordero Patterson, you're the focal point of this offense and right. the best weapon since the other guy we're not going to mention anymore, <laughs> Calvin Ridley's out. Uh, they're going to double team you, and their goal is going to be take you out take of the game. Away. Yeah. And so, Tampa Bay's going to do the same thing, and they yeah. have more tools to do it. Yeah, so. Well, uh, uh, the other thing we have going on this weekend, a mm-hmm. uh, little SEC championship game just oh down the street in Mercedes-Benz. We've got the Dogs and Bama. Now, let me ask you about the Dogs. And you're a big dog fan, right? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of confidence building in this building here and in Dog, dog Nation <sighs> in general. And it is over-the-top confidence where I'm like, I get it. You're the best team in the country for a reason. Your defense is so good. Um, it's it's just awesome to watch, but let's just dial back a little bit on the confidence I, factor. I agree with you on the. I don't want to be overly confident. I think that anybody, layman to the king of college football, sitting in the next room right mm-hmm. over there, will tell you that that Georgia's a better team. Are they a shoe in to win? I sure no. as hell don't think so. I watched every snap of that Auburn Alabama game, the Iron Bowl. Alabama does not look. Like, like Alabama, and, and yeah, they don't look like Alabama. They certainly don't look like a world beater. Now, I, I mean, they certainly are capable of beating Georgia. I think, but they had trouble with Florida. They had trouble with Arkansas. They almost and should have honestly lost to Auburn. No question about um, it. Listen, I, they're still Alabama. You should beat them. And I think you will beat them. I think you will cover the spread. Seven point victory. I think you can pull off. Yep. But things I'm I've still seen nervous. crazier things. As a, no as, a, as a Georgia fan, I'm just nervous because no there's there's a reason or reasons or in however tangible or intangible that only one former assistant coach to Nick Saban's ever beaten him. That was the season mm-hmm. at Texas A&M yeah. uh, with Jimbo. But that still there's he's only one in his whole history of coaching at Alabama. So well, I'm, I'm gonna nervous. make it two this week. I'm nervous, but yeah, let's make it two. Big tailgate downtown at the six eight the fan tailgate tailgate lot right behind uh, Park Bar, Caddy Corner of the Center. Mm-hmm. So if you are I know, like, even my father's like, I'm not going to the game. I'm going down there. That's hilarious. It's so, sold out, by so the yeah, way. Yeah, so come, uh, come yeah, hang come out. Come on in. Got to get your ticket on yeah. I think we'll probably release some more whatever. Let's but. hope we do. All right, Finn, um, let's have a good weekend with the Falcons and the Dogs. Thank you for listening to FinCast. We'll see you next week. Peace. the waves of anger and scone. My place of refuge is the eye of the stone because I Thank you for tuning in to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. FinCast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at tyler at 68ofthefan.com. FinCast is hosted by 68ofthefan on thepodcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song, I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning in to FinCast. We'll see you next week.
The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. 